Hey everybody, Fletch from All Things Overlanding here. You may notice something. If you're watching on the YouTube channel, I have a new background. My lovely wife uh, made a very fancy wood plank wall for me. So, And she made that logo thing up there. So huge shout out to my wife on that. Um, if you're listening on the podcast, sorry, you could come over to the YouTube channel though and you could definitely see it. Um, Anyways, on today's podcast slash vlog, I'm going to be talking about something uh, that I was thinking about when I went on a two-day trip about a week ago. So um, we're actually going to jump from here to me in the woods. I was actually on this trip and I spent some time sitting around the fire and just kind of talking about why you should consider overlanding. So I know most of you that listen are, are at least partially interested in overlanding, you're into overlanding. Um, on this video, I'm going to kind of break down some of the reasons that I think that if you're on the cusp or if you've kind of just tried it a little bit, why you should really get into it because it's so much fun. So before we dive into the episode, I did want to mention, in addition to the new wall, the new background, um, I've got some pretty exciting news. So I, on a very limited run basis, I reached out to a few small uh, sort of overlanding related businesses and ask them if they'd be interested in potentially sponsoring the channel. Um, reason being that I just really like the stuff that they do. So as a benefit to everyone, it kind of helps me, it helps them. Um, I did manage to secure three different folks or companies to be sponsors. So I just wanted to really quickly touch on each of those. In every episode, probably I'll mention them and I'll have them in the description below as well. So if you guys are looking for an awesome expo to go to, the Moore Overland Expo takes place in February, um, is a great one. So the last year was their first, uh, the first time that they hosted that. This year it's going to be huge. It's going to be even bigger than last year. Um, so click on the button in the description down below to go to their Facebook page and tell them if you're interested. So if you want to go, if you're thinking of going, if you're, you're set on going, go click there because tickets aren't for sale yet, um, but they want to kind of get an idea of how many people want to come. So that's number one. Um, number two, uh, last us bags, which you guys hear me talk about all the time. And again, of course I reached out to them because they make a fantastic product and I just really like will their co-founder. I like their company. I like their mentality. Um, so they are another sponsor as well. So I want to thank them. Um, and again, link down in the description to all their cool overlanding bags. You should definitely check them out. And then last but not least, uh, Northology adventures. So this is a, a great, uh, website. Uh, from a young lady named Cindy Pope. She runs the core event up in uh, Michigan. And she also uh, runs Northology Adventures where she puts on events, where it's small events where you can pay a little bit of money to go on a custom, like, created event just for you and a few other people, uh, which is really awesome. And she also puts on the Northology Adventures uh, digital magazine that comes out every month, which I've been lucky enough to write for once or twice. Um, so you should check that out as well. So if you click on that link down in the description, you'll go straight to the page. You can sign up for the newsletter if you're interested in that, or you could sign up uh, for one of her events. So again, huge thanks to all my sponsors. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, ArmorAll, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on ArmorAll products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at ArmorAll.com. ArmorAll, less work, more clean. Terms apply. All right, guys, we're back. So as I mentioned on this episode, I just wanted to kind of quickly walk through my thoughts for why overlanding is growing so fast, um, why it's so much fun, 
The fire that I'm sitting right by is now blowing smoke into my face, so enjoy that visual while I choke to death. Really, bro? <laughs> I should cut this out, but I'll probably leave it in just because that's the kind of guy I am. Um, I mean, that's the thing, guys, right? Like, I'm not, I don't want to ever pretend or even become someone that is super highly polished, right? Someone that is, has all the best gear and equipment. I am recording this right now on my smartphone. Uh, I did buy a pretty nice mic for it, and I do really like it, so I hope the audio is good for you guys. Um, but that's not my goal, right? Like, my goal is not to ever be the Expedition Overland guys, or and they're great, and they do fantastic stuff, right? But my goal is to bring you guys, like, real-life examples of what overlanding really looks like when you can go for a day or two, or three. Um, how can you save some money on your gear, but still be properly outfitted to make that trip a success, or make it more fun, or make it, you know, so that you can cook better food, that sort of stuff. Um, so again, that is sort of my goal with this content is to provide you guys with sort of a man on the street, real guy review of gear, real guy opinions about what makes overlanding so great. Um, so again, that's what we're going to kind of cover on this episode. So let's start with why, I, why I love overlanding. I mentioned it a bit in the intro, but I'm a car guy. I like camping, right? So if you're into any of those things, if you like modifying vehicles, if you like working on your own vehicles, if you like not having a vehicle that looks like everybody else's vehicle, overlanding may be for you. As you can probably see my Xterra in the background here, that thing has been through a number of iterations, but it's on about a two and a half inch lift. It's on 33 inch mud terrain tires, um, steel wheels for easy trail repairs and you know standardized uh, replacements if I ever need one. Um, it has a solar panel on the hood, which feeds a deep cycle battery in the back in my drawer system, which I built just for overlanding. So again, I've gotten pretty far into it. You don't have to go that far. You don't have to build your own drawer system. You don't have to build your own rooftop tent like I did. You could just have a tent and you could have a sleeping bag and a pillow and you could sleep in your rig. You could sleep in a tent. You could sleep in a hammock. There are a million different ways that you can overland. And that is sort of the beauty of it for me is everybody does their own thing. So we're constantly learning from each other. We're constantly growing as we figure out what works for us, what doesn't. Um, and I love the idea of how customizable the hobby is, right? So again, you could be a, a hammock camper and we could go to the same expo or the same meetup or the same, you know, rendezvous in the Ozarks or core, um, up in Michigan, any of these things you could show up and you're going to see a hundred different variations of how people overland. And I just think that's super cool. So that's part of why I think overlanding is so fun for me. I get to modify my vehicle. I get to customize it to be more adapted to the types of trails that I want to take, the type of camping that I want to do, the type of overlanding trips that I want to take. Um, it's a way to show your personality, right? So I have the big sticker on the side of my truck. I have the solar panel. I personally quite enjoy it when the soccer mom pulls up next to me and is like, what is this guy doing? Why does he have a solar panel strapped to his hood? Why is there a giant black box on top of it? For some people, they'd be embarrassed. They might not like it. For me personally, I love it. I think it's hilarious. You go ahead and think whatever you want, soccer mom, but I'm the one that's going to go out there and have a great trip, have a lot of fun, and my rig is totally, exactly customize the way I want it that's going to make my trip more enjoyable, more fun for me. Um, so that's why I'm into overlanding. And I'd love to hear from you guys too. Like, what do you think? So if you're listening on the podcast, you know, come over to Facebook, come over to Instagram, come over to YouTube and post up in the comments and let me know what you guys think. Why do you do overlanding? Why do you think it's so much fun? 
Do you like to modify your vehicle? Do you like to go camping? Um, do you like to find new places and see new things? Like, what is the reason that you do overlanding? So next, let's talk a little bit about why it's becoming so popular. Um, personally, I think it's becoming popular, you know, now we've got new influences that are definitely a big part of that. Things like COVID-19. Um, being restricted and kind of locked in your house for a long time makes you want to get the heck up and go. You want to go places, right? Now, I would argue that before that, it was still becoming a thing because it is its own culture. It is its own lifestyle, right? Um, I think van life has been growing at a rapid pace. It's one of the most searched terms on YouTube, which is the second largest search engine in the world after Google and owned by Google. Um, so people are interested in adventure. People are interested in, and not necessarily like roughing it, right? Like, and I have done my share of roughing it. So nothing against folks that do that. And, and I don't want to say that camping is super luxurious, but you can definitely make it what you want, right? Like you could spend a few thousand dollars and get a really nice rooftop tent that is basically like sleeping in your bed at home. Um, you can get really nice cooking gear and things like that. And you could basically cook the meals that you could cook at home. So there are a lot of ways that it mirrors sort of like trailer camping or, you know, like pulling an 18 or 30 foot long trailer behind your, your truck. Um, and going to a state park and camping. But the difference is with overlanding, you can actually go and explore. You can actually go to like national forests, go to, you know, some cool places with some challenging trails and do some really cool trails that are fun, that, that test your vehicle, that test the limits of your endurance, that test your driving capability, that test your setup, right? Do you have the right gear? Are you throwing it all over the back? So, you know, in addition to just the COVID-19 stuff, I kind of feel like there has been a push by a lot of people to, you know, get out and explore, spend more time with your family, that sort of stuff is part of what I enjoy about it. And sometimes, like now, I go by myself. I just like to get away from everything, take a break from work, enjoy the wilderness, listen to the birds chirp, listen to the bugs, you know, make their noises. Sometimes it's annoying, sometimes it's not. Um, but just get away, get out into nature and enjoy it. Um, I feel like that's missing in a lot of places nowadays, so I feel like that may be part of it, is that people want to experience what's out there. They want to get back to nature because we're so cut off with the smartphones and the tablets and the smart TVs and all the technology. This gives you a way to kind of reconnect with nature the way that like our ancestors did, right, back in the days. Um, so again, I think that's part of why overlanding is becoming more popular. Um, I think people have always liked being able to express themselves in different ways, being able to sort of customize the way they approach anything from vehicles to their clothes, to their house, to, you know, there's just, there's a million ways that you can sort of express yourself and differentiate. And in overlanding, that's definitely the case. Like there are a million different pieces of gear you can get. You could, you know, pick different manufacturers for your vehicle. There's, you know, Subaru guys that laugh at the big full-size truck guys because they're not nearly as nimble. They get worse gas mileage. Like, and again, I'm not trying to encourage anyone to, to hate on anyone else. They're all awesome in their own way, right? Um, but it, it's, you know, if you're a Subaru person, to be able to get out there and prove yourself in a, in a Subaru Outback is awesome, right? For me in a Nissan Xterra to go and hang out with a bunch of Jeep guys and a bunch of Toyota 4Runners and, and those type of folks that kind of have brand supremacy, right? To be able to go out there and show them that, hey, this little Nissan that was cheap and is underrated can do just as much stuff as your guys' trucks can, right? So I love that sort of underdog mentality. I love the look of the Xterra. So, I mean, there's there are definitely ways to customize it and, and show off to the world kind of what you think uh, your brand is, your personal brand is, right? 
Um, so I'd say that's part two. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. So kind of part three here, where I think overlanding is going is important. I think that... Overlanding is a constantly expanding niche, again, because of the reasons mentioned previously, right? I think that there are more and more people that want to get out, that want to experience the world, but don't necessarily want to do it in squalor, right? They don't want to do it um, eating hot dogs or eating packs of ramen noodles the whole time. Like, they want to enjoy themselves and have good food and, and have a great experience and have a great time spending time with their family and friends out in the woods rather than in the cities where it's kind of cramped up. Again, due to COVID-19, you can't really go and get that close to people, right? Um, so where it's kind of going, I think, is I think that it is going to continue to grow. I think that's going to continue to support a number of, you know, overlanding type shops. So like you small guys out there, like that are selling overland gear, like, um, I'm going to throw a few names out here, but I'm going to put links to more in the description because I'm in the woods. It's been a couple of days. I can't remember them all, but like Artemis Overland is one of the sort of bigger ones. Um, Overland Addicts has a really nice shop that he just opened up. Um, CB Adventure, I think, is the other one. Ryan Hitchcock is his name. He has a really cool shop. He's a little bit ways away from me in Indiana, but maybe close to you guys who are watching. Um, so these adventure lifestyle type shops are just so cool. And I would much rather go to one of those than like an REI or a Cabela's or no offense to those companies, but they're giant corporate entities, right? Like I want to go someplace where someone actually cares about overlanding, actually knows about the gear and can make recommendations to me based on what I tell them my needs are and my goals are as far as like what's going to work best for me. Um, so again, I'll put links in the description down below to all those type of shops, but I definitely think that overlanding is going to keep growing. I think that it is going to, um, expand into the retail space. I think that, uh, you know, personally, and I'm biased in this because I am a content creator around overlanding. Um, I think that there's a huge opportunity for marketing, for, um, sponsorships and things like that. And I say that semi-selfishly, right? Like, of course, we all would love to get free gear, right? Don't get me wrong. Um, but I, but realistically, right? Like there are, you see all these guys all the time, all these big guys with huge followings that get sponsored by the big, huge companies, right? And good for them. That's great. But I think that there's definitely an opportunity for smaller businesses too, like those ones that I mentioned to kind of get in at the ground floor and work together with smaller content producers that are more dedicated to, you know, to being authentic, right? And, and telling you the truth about gear. And, and I care more about me personally, I care more about my audience and being truthful with you guys than I do about getting a free piece of gear, right? Like, for example, I talk about my last U.S. bag stuff quite a bit. And Will Messia has become a friend of mine, I, I would like to say. Um, great guy. And they make great stuff. Now, he sent me some free gear months ago, right? And I use it all the time. But if it was garbage and it fell apart, I would tell you guys. The thing is, it hasn't. It's held up extremely well. It's fantastically made, and I appreciate him making that investment in me, right? Like, I appreciate him sending me that stuff, which is why I talk about him a lot, right? And it's not a re reciprocity thing. It is a, this guy took a chance on a little guy like me with not a huge following, right? Like, he sent me some free stuff, which he didn't have to do. We never talked about it. I didn't anticipate it. I, it was a total surprise to me. 
But again, once I got it and I checked it out, I was like, man, this stuff is so nice. And just like me with my little channel, like not very many people know about me. It's the same with Last US Bags, which is kind of why I want to shout it from the mountaintops, right? Like they make amazing gear. They put a lot of love into it. They've got a bunch of people that have worked for them for a long period of time that put their heart and souls into these pieces, right? Um, and so it's not fair that they are underrepresented in the marketplace. Um, so again, that's kind of where I think overlanding is going. I, I want to kind of bring this back together, right? I think overlanding is going towards a bigger and bigger market. I think that overlanding has a unique ad advantage where people are so loyal and they're so interested in kind of like learning from content producers, from you know, small folks that just do the thing, right? That do this thing. We go out and we spend time in the woods and we enjoy it. And we want to share that experience with people. Um, so I feel like there's a big opportunity for, you know, people to work with content producers for the great companies that make really good gear to sort of get the word out there via those smaller channels versus like the big traditional ones, right? Um, and I feel like that's great for everybody, right? Like it's win, win, win. The The people consuming the content get good information. They get to see cool stuff. Um, people making the content get opportunities to experience gear that I might otherwise not be able to afford. Um, and then those brands get a ton of ROI, a ton of return on investment because it doesn't cost a lot to send something free to a small content producer. And not just me either. I'm not just saying this for myself. I know it sounds like that, but any of the guys, there are a lot of guys that are smaller than me that are making fantastic content and really cool stuff that deserve to, you know, get some of that gear and, and get to share it with their audiences. There are people that are a lot bigger than me, but not as big as like an Overland Bound or something like that, that also have really good content and make really cool videos that deserve to see that stuff and could share that message to a number of different people in their audience. Um, so I think it's going to continue to grow. I'm really excited to see where it goes. Kind of honestly, I mean... While I plan to never, ever change the way that I review gear, the way that I talk about gear, um, like even if I had a million dollars tomorrow, I still don't think I would go out and buy like a G-Wagon, right? And like outfit it with tens of thousands of dollars worth of gear. Like I, it just doesn't make sense to me. Like I'd rather, rather than that, I'd rather have an old Xterra with like some cool stuff on it. Maybe, maybe I'd upgrade to a 270 awning instead of my regular old tough stuff, right? That might be my fancy stuff. I might buy like a nice rooftop tent instead of the one that I built myself. That might be the change. But I would still review it honestly, right? And it would still be the same idea. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. I'm excited about the future of Overlanding. I hope you guys are too. If you're listening to this on the podcast or watching on YouTube and you're new to Overlanding, welcome. Um, I hope that you'll consider having me as your guide. Um, again, I'm just a normal dude, right? I am just getting out there and trying to do as much as I can. I'm not the most knowledgeable. I'm not necessarily the most polished. I'm not ever going to have the big fancy cameras and all that stuff, but I'm going to continue to make content for you guys, for the ones that are into overlanding, that want to learn more about it, that are new to it. Um, and as I learn, I want to pass that on to you guys, right? I want to, I want to save you time. I want to save you money. I want to make overlanding easier to access for you. 
it seems really intimidating. It can seem really scary. It can seem really expensive, but you don't have to spend a million dollars to go overlanding. Um, but if you can be thoughtful about it, if you can watch videos like this and learn from it, then you can save yourself a ton of time and money. Um, so again, let me know in the comments below what you guys think. Let me know, especially if you're new to overlanding, but even if you're very experienced, right? Like, what are you seeing out there? What, what are your goals with your overlanding experience? What vehicles do you like? What gear do you like? Do you have questions? Anything that you guys want to know, post up in the, the comments down below and let me know, and I would be happy to answer them for you. Hit me up via direct message. Hit me up on Facebook, Instagram, go to my website, fill out a contact form. However you prefer to do it, just hit me up because I am always looking to talk to some of you guys. I learn from you guys just as much as you probably learn from me. Um, so I hope that that's helpful for you guys. Something just fell behind me. Probably should cut that out too, but I probably won't. Um, so anyways, guys, thank you for watching. If you've held on this long, I appreciate it. Um, I hope you guys get out there. I hope you live, learn, discover. Um, I hope you comment down below and let me know kind of what you guys are thinking. But thanks so much for watching, and uh, we'll see you guys next time. Take care. Yeah.